And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Friday, January 5th. It's Jobs Report Day. And uh, I know how much you guys look forward to that. I like the Jobs Report Day, uh, mostly because it's just one of those pieces of information gives you a ton of, of insight into what's going on. And I continue to believe that as long as the labor market remains good, doesn't have to be great, just good, that people are keeping their jobs, that things are going to be okay in the economy. And by the way, just hat tip to Mark Telercio, best executive producer in the world, who is among the lone voices of people who said there would not be a recession in 2023. And you were very clear about that. So I'm just going to give Mark a woo, some sort of sound effect. I'm just clapping. And I think a lot of the strength of the of the economy overall had to do with the labor market. So we'll get 150, 180,000 jobs. That's what the expectation is. I don't know. Could come in more, could come in less. If it is something dramatically different than expected, then I will come on for Saturday morning, give you a little update. Okay. But just know that job growth is slowing down. That's okay. We want wage growth to kind of slow down as well. And for the overall, I know these are averages. It may not be your experience, but overall, American workers are seeing bigger pay increases than the rate of inflation. And so they are able to actually keep those wage increases as the inflation rate comes down, which is good. And that's the kind of information that is gleaned from these reports. So we'll let you know if anything changes. Meanwhile, here in Jill on Moneyland, we have so much going on. Ah, I feel so good. I mean, the beginning of the year, it's exciting. It's sort of like, um, I don't know. I don't have the kind of dread that most people have going back to work after a vacation. I feel really happy. We have so much great stuff going on. If you want to get in touch with us about good or bad things going on in your financial life, all you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com. And Mark, did you update the bio section, the about section to put your bio in? Because I see my bio in there. I don't see yours. Yeah, no, it hasn't happened yet. It's, uh, it's been a kind of busy end of the year, but it's it's on my list of things to do. 
everybody wants to know all about you. Now, remember, I have a child on my lap in my photo, in my shot about Jill Schlesinger, and I would hope that you would do the same. By the way, if people want to know more about us, now they can see us on video. They, you know, That'll answer a lot of questions. That's right. You can check out our YouTube show. It's called Jill on Money, powered by the compound. And Mark has put a beautiful, beautiful, easy to use click little moment there on the website where you can click right through. It's again, it's on the front door of the website and it just, you go down and it says Jill on money powered by the compound. And it says the compound video. You just click the box and there you are. I am very excited. You'll notice by the way, that I'm wearing the same top. Okay. Well, the reason is that, you know, we are, we have been um, recording these a bunch at a time. So Anyway, we'd love to have you join us on video. And Mark is doing the YouTube show with me. And this is when he gets to realize just how good my job is, which is um, just sit there and talk to you guys because someone else is running the show. So check out Jill on Money Powered by The Compound. All right, Mark, let's do some emails. People wrote in a lot during vacation week. Um, Here's one from Tony who says, hi, Jill and Mark. I enjoy your show. I'm 62. My wife is 61, have been retired for a year and a half. My wife has a pension, which nets out $2,865 per month. Our average spending is, I'm just going to give you, um, let me round up, $4,100 a month. They've got $126,000 in checking, $248,000 in a credit union, $882,000 in a rollover IRA, almost $300,000 in a Roth IRA. Five, this is funny, Mark, because it's like, I thought the numbers were really low and I see they keep adding up mutual funds. They've got another couple hundred. Anyway, they've got a lot of money that is socked away. Now, the, the question is, when should they claim Social Security? Okay, gang, I, wanna, I really want to ping this home. We have got to stop claiming Social Security early. People have to stop doing that. The only time that I would recommend that someone claim Social Security benefits as early as age 62, which is when you are actually legally able to do that, is if there is a real financial issue or a health issue. When you claim at age 62, you are claiming and taking a permanent reduction in your Social Security benefits. If you wait until your full retirement age, let's just call it 67 at this point. Some people it's a little bit earlier, but if you wait till age 67, you're going to get this great benefit. If someone else is claiming on your record, they're going to get a better benefit. And if you delay until age 70, then you are going to maximize your Social Security benefit. And that Social Security benefit has a cost of living adjustment and it is not going away. And I truly believe that Americans would be much better off if they could afford to wait until age 70. Okay, let's get back to Tony and his wife. So let's presume we really, we're going to shoot for eight more years. Where should they take the money to fund the difference between the $4,100 in spending and the $2,800 a month in the pension? Now, normally you might say, let me just take it from my money market. I have it. But they've got a lot of money in this uh, in a in a rollover IRA. They've got $882,000 in an IRA rollover. And to some extent, you might say, oh, well, let me just wait to take that. But no, 
we're encouraging Tony and his wife to tap that money so that they can live on, they can cover their needs, but they can decrease the amount of money that's in that rollover. Right now, that let's see, they're going to have 2800 I'm just looking, doing quick math. They're in the 12% tax bracket. At the very least, I think that they could afford to even bump up to 22%, but they may even be able to just squeeze in under the 12% bracket with the money they need. They only need, let's say it's another, probably need about three grand, 36,000 bucks. They might be even be able to marry, file, and jointly stay in the 12% tax bracket and use that rollover IRA and pull the money out of that pay the tax that's due, either a 12 or 22. I don't really care. Use that to live on. What you are doing is two things. One is you're paying tax at a pretty low rate, either 12 or 22, and you are going to be able to wait until age 70 to claim social security, and you're going to reduce the amount of money you have to take from your required minimum distributions. I think this is great. I would use that. I would really be very happy to be able to do that and not really move any any other money for sure. Okay, let's keep going. This is fun. This is from Betty. Should I pay off a second mortgage? Here's the question. My primary mortgage is paid in full. That's because of rental income. The second property is paid by my sister who lives there. The monthly payment is $550. And then Betty pays an extra $250 towards a second mortgage, which is $80,000. The interest rate is four and a quarter percent. If you can afford to pay it down a little bit extra, four and a quarter, you know, right now you're making 5% on a money market account, but if you pay five, you know, if it's a high yield account, but then when you factor in taxes, I think that it's probably about a push. So if it makes you feel better, that's fine. Um, Otherwise, I don't know. I like preserving my cash. So that's what I would, I would try to do that. All right. You ready for this one, Mark? The subject, am I paying too much? Hmm. Hi, Jill and Mark. I absolutely love your show and I listen to it every day. My husband passed away last year. Oh, Nancy. And I've had to have a crash course in finances. Okay, let's see what happened. He left life insurance money to protect my financial future. I want to make sure to be smart with it. We had mostly lived paycheck to paycheck with some savings. Oh my God, a long ALS journey. Oh gosh. And they went through they went through that and they're she's very nervous. Right now, there's $1.4 million in a brokerage account, four hundred thousand dollars in traditional IRA. Okay. She's got a, a advisor, one percent of assets under management. All right. I mean, look, that's that's kind of like pretty that's that's the going rate. You got one point eight million dollars total. So one percent is pretty much the going rate. But let's hear more about what Nancy says. She says, I try to live frugally. I draw about $2,000 a month from the account, you know, to meet expenses, blah, blah, blah. She says, I have been looking at a list of flat fee advisors put out by a well-known podcaster, and I'm considering going that route. Most of them charge between eight and $10,000. I believe my current advisors considered active management and the advisors I've been considering are passive management. They're mostly with Schwab. Is one type of management better than the other? Would it be a mistake for someone like me who doesn't even know much about investing to make this switch? I don't know what info you need, so I'm going to give you everything. 64 years old, Medicare next year will save me a lot of money. Um, I'm going to have a surcharge for my social security, IRMA surcharge. 
Social Security, 3100 husband survivor benefit, 2200 still got a mortgage remaining, half a million dollar house. Okay, here's the thing. I believe that if you're not getting more financial planning and handholding from this current advisor, then maybe you need to consider moving. But just to be clear, you know, you've got $1.8 million, right? You may be able to reduce your fee. I just wonder what it is that those folks are going to do. I think having a passive investment structure is really great. There's no, I don't have a problem with that. If you can move to eight to 10,000 as a flat fee, it's half of what you're paying now. I think that would be really good, but I still want to know what you're getting for that. It doesn't sound like you really need a ton of overall planning, but you may need more help just in general, learning more about what's happening. And I guess that the only other thing I would say is I would want you to be with someone that you feel good about. This sounds like you were with an advisor who your husband was dealing with. I would be very interested in you feeling better about the relationship you're building with that advisor. You know, look, 1% is too much if you're only getting just straight up asset management. But if you're getting a lot more than that, and this is someone who is trying to help you out and hold your hand a little bit more, maybe it is worth it. Flat fee is great. And I'm I'm all for it. And passive investing is great. I love that too. So I, I'm just a little concerned that we're making a switch just for money. And so we'd love to have you come and join us. Uh, Mark, any um, you have a book for young adults that we would recommend for financial literacy? Sarah wants to know that you could buy my first book, The Dumb Things Smart People Do With Their Money. Yeah, there's that one. And then, I mean, I always think there's uh, that one. There's yeah, that there's one. That but one. I always think like when, you know, when she's talking about the, the millennials, I always think back to, uh, you know, Aaron Lowry that we've had on a few times. Oh, yeah. Aaron Lowry is very good. She's very good. Um, hardworking. She author and she does know her people. Um, so check that out. Okay, this is from Brett. My father passed away this fall and the inheritance is two and a half million dollars. I have three kids and I want to set up trust funds for college. What do you suggest I do for them? I'm putting a hundred grand in each account. I'm trying to figure out what I should do with the remaining balance. Well, number one is you don't need trust accounts for college. Just open 529 plans. That's it. That's easier. You have to check with your state which plan you're using, but you can usually put a hundred grand in if you are using it in contemplation of gifts over the next five years. So meaning if you did a hundred grand, if I don't know if you're married or not, let me just see something. It doesn't seem like we don't know if they're married or not, but if you are married this year, you can put $18,000 into anybody's account. If you're married, you can put 36,000. And what sometimes the law will allow is that you could say, you know, put like 150,000 in saying, okay, this is like my gift of, of for the next five years. But there are limits and each plan has a different limit. So double check that. Now, if you're going to put in a hundred grand each for those kids, you got the rest of the money. And so here's the question. I've got 401k, it's got 45 grand. I own my house, $125,000 left on the mortgage. Should I take some of the money and pay off the house? I don't work. I'm on social security disability. What's going to happen with estate taxes? Okay, so you should not have any estate tax that's due. Um, you might have a state death tax that's due. I don't know where you live, but you should double check with the lawyer if you have any estate tax that's due. I don't know. It depends. I, I'm In most cases, I usually say like, eh, don't pay off the mortgage if it's a low interest rate. 
But if it's if it's bugging you, you can certainly pay it off, especially since you're on SSDI. Otherwise, you need someone to help you manage that money. And um, and if you can do it yourself, that's great. Low cost, really low cost. Okay, index funds. Make sure you don't have too much money at risk. You need this money to last you. And give us a holler back if you need it. Mark, we got some good feedback on the compound. I mean, this is fabulous. Gary writes, Jill and Mark, I just watched your first episode on the compound. I love it. I felt like I was sitting right there with the two of you in the studio. Normally, I listen to the two of you while I'm out for a walk. This was awesome. Having been a podcast follower for quite some time now, it was so much better to see the two of you live. Mark, I had no idea how adorable you are. Mark, so fun to see your handsome face that goes with that beautiful New York accent. Love it. Jill, I've seen you on CBS Morning, so I've always loved you. Thanks again for the personal advice you gave me when I was a guest on the pod back in the spring of 2021. I can't believe it's been almost three years. It was such a fun experience. I would have totally done the video portion on the compound with the two of you. Too bad that Mark decided to not hire an intern. I did apply for the position. It was my dream job to work with the two of you and have an exclusive extra chips. Mark, what's, what do you, why did you diss Gary? Now I'm the dream crusher. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Look at that. Let's do one more from the, about that. This is from Bill, who wrote the Batnick interviews. Great job. I listened to every word of his and yours, and it's like I know him better, Bill. You know what? That was a fun interview, wasn't it? It was really good. So we love this. This is so much fun. Mark, you know, I take it for granted that people want to like kind of be with us. This is fabulous. I'm so excited about it. It's good fun. And we're really, we are so psyched about it. So anyway, if you want to check it out, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. You can see uh, all the great videos that are popping up on our YouTube show. It's called Jill on Money Powered by the Compound. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited about it. And I'm, listen, I'm excited about everything. I love Jill on Money Live. I love our free weekly newsletter. I love it all. It's all great. I'm very, very pleased. And I'm very grateful. Um, you know, I was just, when we, when I was, I just said to Mark before we got in the air, I was re-listening to our Dan Pink interviews that we did. And if you did not catch those, that was um, over the New Year's weekend. It was so great to hear some of the re- good reminders that he had about, you know, gratitude, for example. I am so grateful for the audience that we have created, that we have developed, and the community that we've developed. And it's it's very nourishing to me and to Mark. And so we are so grateful for that. And it is Friday, so I will remind you that our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talersi was the executive producer, Web King, and now YouTube co-host. We are distributed by Odyssey. And by the way, you can subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. We are grateful for you and you lift us up. So you can lift someone else up today. That would be nice. And of course, our mantra, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.